0: Welcome everyone to The Russell Show. I'm your host, Russell Chaudhry. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 154, we have a special guest, Suki Jeffries. In this episode, we'll discuss with Suki the topic of journey after the retirement. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on a podcast. Let's dive in. Hi, Suki. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it. How are you today?
1: I'm great, Russell. Thank you so much. Um, I'm doing great. I, I I have a book coming out and I'm excited about it. And um
0: yeah, all is well. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations on your book launch. Uh, and yeah, like you just mentioned, like you got a new house as well. So congratulations on that as well. So everything's going really on your way, I guess.
1: I know <laughs> it's crazy. All of a yeah. sudden things are, you know, I believe in manifestation and things are just kind of happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And also, like, you had a re- retirement uh, quite early as well. And then from, like, you made some shift on your career choices, like, you choose, like, a different career path where you motivated now, like, you're super excited to impact other people's life. So we're going to get to all into today and learn more about your journey. So before okay. I get to, like, what are you happening currently, I want to know, like, what happened in the past. So what do you used to do in, like, a, before, like, your retirement, what kind of industry you was part of?
1: Yes, great. Thanks for asking. So um, I was in technology for banks forever. I, I started with that. actually started programming in high school, which was pretty unusual in the 70s, hmm. and, middle 70s, and um, ended up getting a job as a programmer right out of school in the early 80s. I'm stuck with banks. They kind of took me all over the place. I lived in Australia for a couple of years, uh, and uh, made a lot of good friends and did a lot of good work and had some fun. And, um, but towards the end, so I was a pro, I had gone from uh, programming to uh, project management, training, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and in the end, the project management, which I had always loved because it was problem solving and working with people about, you know, what's the core issue here? And how can we resolve it? How can we work together to, you know, come up with a satisfactory, like win-win for everybody? Yeah. And towards the end of my tenure as a project manager, it became more of like, uh, check this thing off the box. Did you do this? Did you do this? Mm -hmm. Did you do this? And that just really wasn't very satisfying for me. So um, we had an opportunity, Um, we sold a a vacation home and it, it paid off our home, uh, where we live in Phoenix and my husband offered me the opportunity to retire. And I thought about it for about 10 minutes, not very long. (laughs) And I decided, um, given my frustration with my current, you know, work and that sort of thing, I, that, that, that would be a great option for me. So I was, uh, I was super excited about that but you know i'd had a very long and full career i'm 63 mm. so i had a long full career doing technology stuff and retiring was kind of a shock to the system yeah yeah that's
0: that's a long long time isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: 35 plus years of yeah yeah technology Nearly four decades yeah like industry so like after retirement what actually caught you like uh, I need to make some changes I need to do something like obviously a lot of people after retirement they think life is over like uh, probably holidays and just just doing gardening or something like uh, some kind of hobbies like but you chose like a different part you said like I did. no I need to make some impact on other people like how did you come up with the idea?
1: Well so um yeah i I had for the first year or so, I was doing the traveling and hanging out with the friends and drinking the wine and, you know, going here and there. and um i I started to feel like my identity like I didn't really know who I was anymore. And I mm. foresaw decades ahead of me. i'm I'm fairly healthy, I have a few small problems that we're watching, but Um, I'm fairly healthy and I could be retired for maybe 30 years, maybe even longer. And, um, so I thought, what, what am I going to do to build a new identity for myself? You know, we, uh, I, I used to laugh with the, the people that I was, um, doing technology consulting with, we used to call ourselves international jet setting consultants, and it was a silly term. Uh, and we kind of, you know, it was glamorizing a, a sometimes very unglamorous business, but, um, Uh, I still see myself or saw myself as this international jet setting consultant. And now I wasn't doing that. I wasn't solving any problems for people or really myself. Um, uh, I kind of, I I like to be in an environment where I'm appreciated. And whereas my husband uh, appreciates me quite a bit, he wasn't home. He was still working Uh and that sort of thing. So um, I thought, well, I'm I'm going to find something else to do to keep me occupied, keep my brain occupied, mm. to have some success at it. I like having success. And um, I was with a multi-level marketing company, which is, um, uh, what else do they call it? Network marketing. Yeah. Um, and so I was, and I was, I was selling things, you know, um, that I loved. They were fun and my, my friends loved them. But after a while, I kind of um, exhausted the uh, wallets of my friends <laughs> and I wasn't and and I wasn't uh, progressing in that in that endeavor. And so uh, I started networking and I just picked I just picked a random networking group off of meetup.com. Okay. And I said, well, I'm going to go to Scottsdale, Arizona. I live in Phoenix. I'm going to go to Scottsdale. They have money, you know, um, <laughs> okay. it's nice. I'll go to lunch, um, and meet some people and maybe make some sales. And, uh, so I, I went to that and I found super really heart centered people who were all about making relationships. It was a group mm-hmm. called seven networking. There's, and I still participate, um, and it's all about re- making relationships first and then business will follow. And yeah. so I had lots and lots of one-on-ones with people to get to know them better so that we would establish a relationship and I loved I loved that. I was missing like relationship with people as well. You know, when you're out doing things or running errands, it's yeah. you're not really making relationships with those yeah. folks. So, um, I really enjoyed that. And then one of the women who was a member of seven networking with me, Kenyatta Turner, uh, was advertising a mastermind, like a business mastermind, like take your business to the next level by working on your mindset. Yeah. And I wasn't exactly sure what that meant, but I did know that I wanted to get to the next level. So I signed up with her and, um, that decision changed the course of my post retirement life, uh, because I started, I started thinking about why I was doing these things. And one of the, we were studying a book, uh, one of the books we were studying was called high performance habits and uh, sorry, not high performance habits Says Brendan Burchard. Um, it was the 12 week year. And one of the, uh, one of the concepts in there is that you measure, you measure your, um, your results. So you plan your week and you just measure whether or not you did the things you committed to doing. And the things that I needed to do to to really advance my uh, multi-level marketing business were to make sales hold parties and to ask people to join my team. And as I was measuring that every single week, uh, there were like six things on my list that I did weekly. And I was doing one out of six. <laughs> and it was like, well, no wonder.
0: <laughs> yeah, not getting the results.
1: Not getting the results because I wasn't doing the things Activity, I needed to, to yeah. get to get the results, and um, I realized, well, I had an exercise with my coach, and we talked about, you know, what what was unique about me, and what um, she was also, and now I am as well, uh, an accredited behavioral superpowers coach, mm-hmm. which is a behavioral, um, assessment kind of like Myers-Briggs, but different. It's, it's not that, but, um, so we looked at my profile, which is, I am a, a take charge, spontaneous, fast paced influencer. And I don't mean an influencer, like, a like an Instagram influencer, but influencing yeah. is what I do naturally. So, And she, you know, well, we'll take that. We'll talk about what's unique about you. And then we'll really dig deep into why you're doing this. Like, do you still need to work? And I said, no, I don't need to work um, for the money. My husband and I can be comfortable without it, but I need to work for my identity. You know, like I was talking about before, because I do things. I mean, I, I make stuff happen. That's just what I do, what I've always done. And anyway, so. Um, we got right down to it and said, you know, because you're this this influencer type, selling widgets may not be your deal. Yeah. And 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 that really felt right. And she said, you know, what do you really want to do? And I said, Well, I want to do what you do. I want to I want to help people realize there's more that they can do they can do more, but they can be more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in their lives. And especially, uh, people at my age, retirement age, retirement age, you know, um, per society, uh, there is more. And if you want to reclaim your dreams or you want to build something, uh, a legacy, or even just to have more joy in your life and better relationships, you can do it on purpose. Yeah, You can decide to do it and you can pursue it and get, and, and make it happen. So that's a very long answer to your question, Russell. Yeah,
0: but it's just a story, isn't it? Like a, uh, that's the process you have to go through. Like it didn't happen overnight. Like one day you woke up and you realize this is something I need to do. But you have to go through the process you've seen and you experienced it. Then you realize, no, I need to do something what is appropriate for me. And I love and enjoy doing every single day not like, was supposed to be I was doing. It. So it's just like a self-consciousness and also like a self-awareness. Like you mm-hmm. need to know like what do you want to be and what gift I have from a God or like a world whatever you believe in. So yeah, that's that's a great shift you made. So for moving forward after you choosing the career, how are you finding it right now helping other people?
1: Uh I I love it. And and that even since I decided that that was three years yeah. ago. And it's you know, I'm not a patient woman. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's been uh, lessons, you know, constant lessons in patience, And it takes the time that it takes to be, you know, to get ready to, um, not to get ready. I mean, I I think we all have inside us what it takes to be successful in whatever we choose. Mm. But sometimes there are Things that get in our way, limiting beliefs, you know, stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves that aren't true. Like, um, you know, nobody's going to want to, like, I, I just finished a book and, you know, the whole time I was writing, is was like, no one's going to read this. No, no one's going to want to pay to buy my book. My story is average at best, um, you know, uh, those kinds of things. So it's, it's taken a while to feel it's taken a while for me to have that inner understanding that I have what it takes to help other people. And, and in fact, I've always done it, you know, I've, yeah. I've talking with my friends growing up, um, my, I have amazing friendships and they're all, we consult together about life and its challenges and that sort of thing. So, um, the fact that I'm, the fact that the fact that I'm able to help people help women, especially my age, realize there's still so much more. There's so much more to get excited about. It's changed, it's changed my whole way of being. So mm-hmm. I used to be, I hated getting out of bed. I hated going to work. Um, I would stay up really late. I'd watch TV, you know, you know, do stuff that just would make no sense, that didn't have any purpose.
0: Yeah.
1: And um now i like this morning i got up at 5 i, I my friends are looking at me like <laughs> who are you <laughs> you yeah. know so i i'm so excited about the the opportunity to, to help other women realize that they can add this kind of excitement in their in their later years you know when society kind of expects us to slow down there's no need to slow down if you don't want to slow down. If you've got big goals and things you want to build, or even small goals, you know, go do it.
0: Yeah, definitely, totally agree with you. So, so what would you give someone advice like if someone is like coming to a retirement plan and like going to that kind of age and they don't know what they want to do? Probably they achieve everything financially like yourself. They're probably comfortable with the living they have, but they need to find their why to live for another next 20 years, 30 years, wherever the number is. And yeah, finding the why to wake up five in the morning, like you found your why, uh, why to wake up at five in the morning, like you didn't find it before. And like I've things. never
1: had that yeah. why, ever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how, how can someone like finding their why and get motivated, like not going to like in depression, like I'm going to be in a retired next five years, 10 years time. They can be looking forward to like, when I get retired, this is something I want to do. I want to inspire people. Yeah.
1: Yeah and you know it's great to start early it's great to start before you retire mm-hmm. and finding finding the why is critical and i highly recommend getting coaching okay. um taking personal development seminars um finding a good coach who will push you beyond your comfort zone because you know our brains like to keep us safe which means yeah. they love the status quo status quo and mm-hmm. um and sometimes it takes someone seeing you from the outside and questioning the decisions that you're making and not like you're doing it wrong, but let's really figure out why you made that decision or why you think that about yourself in your life. And, uh, we don't often push ourselves to do that. Um, so I, 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 I really advise getting some help, uh, getting real clarity, you know, working on what you're really good at, what lights you up, and then being very, very clear about what it is you want to create and your motivations for doing it.
0: Yeah, that's that's great advice. Mm. Because I found my why very early age so I don't want to retire from it <laughs> uh, yes not, not many right. people uh, got that gift and they probably busy with their living and everything maintaining their responsibilities that have come up with it and a lot of people don't manage to do that a lot of people come into like a retirement age and they get depressed they don't know what's the next step going to look like financially probably they're all right but not mentally. and and finding something like what are you actually doing is really really great and that's why I wanted to interview you like you can be an inspiration for or the upcoming like who's getting into like a uh, every time age or like thinking yeah. of retirement. so let's move to like what book you have written what's the book about oh my the goodness title?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. so um it's interesting when i um uh, when i first started i decided to become a life coach i now call myself a women's empowerment coach um right. but uh when i decided to to do that um One of the, one of the exercises I did with my mentor Kenyatta was write down a list of things that are unique about me. And one of the words I wrote down was courage. Mm. Um, I had, I was given a gift when I was 25 or 23, I was engaged to be married and I broke that engagement for a variety of reasons. And one of my girlfriends told me that was a really brave thing to do because it was Breaking societal expectations, you know, yeah. um, when I was growing up, it was the expectation was I'd go to school, I'd get married, I'd uh, you know, raise a family, um have a career, perhaps maybe not. and um so you know, chopping off that foot, if you will, <laughs> at an early age was uh she told me it was a brave thing to do, and I started thinking, you know it really was. Right. Um, uh, you know, breaking with expectations and that sort of thing. Uh, and it brought up a lot of fear too. It's like, well, what now? Like, what am I going to do now? Cause I screwed this up, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I somehow assimilated being brave or having courage into who I believed that I was. And, um, so I've done a lot of outwardly courageous things, um, throughout my life uh, you know, moved to Australia by myself when I was 30 and I, uh, became a traveling consultant, you know, going every six months to a year, I'd go to a different city where I knew nobody and a problem that I didn't know until I got there and, you Mm. know, all that kind of stuff. And, and I managed to figure it out. So I called my business when I first started, I called it courage rises Okay. and I just wrote a book. I've been, this year I've been part of a number of anthologies, uh, where other people are also writing. This is my first solo book. And so it's, it's called Courage Rises. And the subtitle is creating the life you want by leaning into fear. So it's somewhat of a memoir of the number of courageous things that I've done, yeah. uh, it, you know, through my life, but it also has lessons on how to lean into your fear, how to create a different relationship with your fear. So there's the kind of memory stuff in the first few chapters. And then there's, um, let's, you know, let's work on this and a few simple exercises in there too. So, uh, it's, I, and, you know, my limiting beliefs worked on me the entire time that I was writing the book Mm -hmm. and, you know, mentioned earlier and up until the day before I finished it, I thought, Oh, this is junk. I'm not going to finish it. Um, and then the and then the next day surprisingly i finished it and i'm like oh oh that really wasn't so bad and i went back and read it i'm like okay it kind of flows it's not perfect but it's good enough and i think some at least a few people will learn from it um they'll either learn from it or um they'll recognize themselves which is what I love is people who don't think they're courageous or brave. They read a story and they're like, well, my story's kind of like that. I mm-hmm. guess I'm brave too. You know, that's I, for me, it was a very good thing for my, my confidence and my self-esteem. So anyway, the book's done. It's going to be published on October 26th. Oh. Uh, and I'm having a book lunch party on that day. I'm hoping to become a bestseller in my category um, one of those categories is fears and phobias because it's about fear and courage yeah. and um, so the ebook will be available on the 26th and then the paperback will be available after that will you'll be able to pre-order it on amazon
0: that's great congratulations so Thank many you. things happening to you
1: <laughs> yes <That's been>
0: great. <laughs> so yeah coming to you like a so it's okay. We're coming to end of this podcast. It's been a great conversation with you. So if anyone wants to reach out to you, learn more about your work, where's the best place to find you?
1: Oh gosh. Yeah. My, my website is in the process of being updated, but it is courage rises.life L I F E. And there's um, an opportunity on there to join my mailing list. So you'll get blogs and that sort of thing in the occasional offer. um, And you'll get my email address and all of that kind of stuff too.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for that. So I wish you best of luck with your new book, also your career. You. Uh, I know you have a new career right now, and your personal life also. You go move into a new house and enjoy a new year as well.
1: <laughs> yes, and and we have new grandchildren. Our son, who's okay. our youngest, uh, just had twin identical twin boys. So oh. life is full, so full right now. You know, yeah. it's it's very exciting. I have so much to get excited about and pop out of bed at 5 a.m. for Russell, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. This has been really delightful. You're so easy to talk to.
0: Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. So yeah, that's a wrap guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So those who are listening, if anyone interested to work with uh, Suki, go check out her website or reach out to you on a social media platform as well. And until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care, bro.